0: How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori, here on The Writer's Way. Email overwhelm sucks. Am I right? What we're going to do today is try to make it suck less. (laughs) Fingers crossed, hey? Okay. So first off, the last solo episode I did, I mentioned um, a Trello board, actually a couple of Trello boards where I helped you manage your author task lists. It turned out that the Trello board, my free account was full. I was at the max. So I signed up to pay so that you all could have access to my Trello boards. You're welcome. But as a thank you, please remember to make a copy, not to edit the main one that everybody else will be using, okie dokie. And plus, if you edit just that one without making a copy, any edits that you make might be changed by the next person who comes along. So those Trello boards, um, if you didn't listen to the last solo episode, it was a week ago, but they're at marketingforchildrensauthors.com and they're in the resource bank. And there's a lot of different resources in there, free things for you. Me trying to help you manage your time and manage your marketing. So I had to talk about email because email sucks. How many times? It should be a drinking game. How many times am I going to say email sucks in this episode? (laughs) I decided just to cut right to it, right? Email has an interesting way of draining our time. We're like at the same time addicted to it, but we also hate it, but we can't stop checking it, but it causes us stress. So probably half of you listening, you can't stop checking it, Um, and so it eats up your time because you're constantly checking it. The other half of you probably just ignore it because of the stress. And so that's you who let 600 emails pile up and then you just delete them all. And that causes me stress. (laughs) Um, a statistic I found just now when I was Googling was that the average person gets about 40 messages a day. So I feel like I get way more than 40. How about you? I don't know. But even just putting that number to it, 40 sounds like too many. Am I right? So then I went ahead and I Googled some quotes and, uh, Jeff Davidson, the famous Jeff Davidson. No, I have no idea who it is. And when I Googled it, a lot of different Jeff Davidson's came up, but I like what he had to say, whoever he is, if he's the football coach or I don't know, didn't seem like a football coach would be saying this, but anyway, he says, don't let your email dictate your priorities. And I've heard this before, but for different things, like for example, if you get a Facebook message, bing you have to answer it because you're addicted to checking and you see a message. You want to know what it says, but you let that interruption dictate what your priority is. And then you shift what you're working on. Right. And that happens with email, with instant messages on all the social media challenges, challenges, channels. Um, and you should really work hard to not let those email messages or instant messages, Dictate your pri- priorities, right? You should have a plan for your day, a plan for your week, and then those things maybe you schedule in half an hour at the beginning of your day, half an hour at the end of the day, and that's when you deal with those. Okay? So don't let your email dictate your priorities. Made famous by Jeff Davidson, whom I have no idea who that is. I do know, however, um, Noah Kagan. Noah Kagan is the creator of AppSumo. He has a really interesting uh, YouTube channel. If you just uh, search by Noah Kagan, you'll probably find it, but he's a, a great guy, really interesting to listen to. He, His quote that I found is, no one ever got rich checking their email more often. So how true is that? Now, I don't know that we're in children's publishing to get rich, but we really would like to manage our time better. Am I right? Especially in 2020. So Noah Kagan is the creator of AppSumo, I just said, and there's a, actually an amazing article on the AppSumo blog that's kind of changed my life when it comes to email. So it's a great, great article that the AppSumo people put together and they used a series of seven videos from Kelly Stoker. And I'm going to link to that in the show notes and on the blog. Um, so you don't have to frantically start searching, but anyway, that's where I found it. Um, it's these great, it's a great series of emails on sort of productivity and marketing and that kind of stuff. But the one that really changed my life is on organizing your Gmail. And so your sort of standard Gmail is there's an inbox tab, a promo tab. And I honestly can't even remember now what the third tab is. And it all goes into there, you know, often check the promos, there's stuff that you miss, no idea what's going on. Right. Right. So Kelly walks us through on video. So it's a good idea to have two screens so you can watch her and then also work in your Gmail. And I do think you have to do it on a desktop, the Gmail. So you could watch her, watch the video um, on your tablet, or on your phone or whatever, and then use your desktop to actually arrange your Gmail. And it will look a little bit different on your phone when you go through it. So as long as you understand what's happening, what you're looking at, you'll be fine. But you organize it so you see everything that comes in, like every single message that comes in, but you organize sort of categories, five categories you can have and think of them as file folders or buckets or however you want to do it. But you set those up separately, like in your settings, and she walks you through how to do that. So for example, as authors, you could do like a follow-up bucket or file folder, an urgent file folder, maybe purchase orders. Maybe one would be to read later. Cause you know, we often subscribe to these lists (laughs) like mine. Um, and it's great information, but you just can't read it that moment that you get it. So you would sort of file it to read later, or maybe you have a certain marketing type ones or emails from Amazon or whatever has to be five that's relevant to you, but she teaches you how to do it so that you um you prioritize them based on which file folder they're going into and then you archive all the rest so all the crap emails you can just archive and so what that means is they're not deleted and gone gmail will keep them forever but you can quickly you know search for them and find them but, um, they're off your, uh, what do you call that? Like when you open your Gmail and there's like your inbox there, they're gone from there. So that's clean. Inbox zero, right? That's the goal. Inbox zero. So you file all the emails that you get and you archive anything that you don't need in the foreseeable future, and you get to inbox zero. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So all of her seven videos are very useful, but if you really have limited time, then they're they're labeled really well, but just skip to that Gmail one. So it'll be in the show notes here, or if it's easier, it'll be in the blog post that goes with this podcast episode. It'll be at com forward slash email sex. There you go. Time to take another drink. <laughs> And then I'll link to Kelly Stoker to that, to to her awesome videos. So now let's talk a little bit about those of us who are Hotmail years old. Am I right? Are you raising your hand? I'm raising my hand because I still have a Hotmail account and I'm trying really hard to transition away from it. I've transitioned pretty much all my business stuff away from my Hotmail and then I keep it for, you know, other stuff. (laughs) for my kids, teachers and soccer and stuff like that. But it's slightly embarrassing. And every once in a while, I get somebody who writes back to me and they're like, seriously, hotmail? Really? Terry David, I'm looking at you. <laughs> called me out on the hotmail. Yes, it's true. If you are um, going to be a like a legitimate children's author here, please don't use your hotmail email address for business. I'm not saying you got to get rid of it. Like, It's good. Hotmail is good. Uh, you know, for certain things, but I am saying for business purposes, you need to get yourself a free Gmail account. And if you do have a website, you know, you have a domain name, don't, I think I said that wrong. Domain name. So like mine is com. Go to where you got your domain name and then there's an email setting in there. And for most of them, you can create an email alias. So for me, I have Lori at com, and I just get it all in my LoriWriter at gmail.com, um, inbox, right? So it's like an alias. People will see it looking very professional, but they'll never know that it's really just a Gmail address. So the, the level of authority and professionalism goes from hotmail email address (laughs) to anything in at gmail.com. And then the top level is something that there's no hotmail and no Gmail in there. Okay. Um, I love all you hotmailers because you're my people, but if you really want to present the best, um, the best professional face forward, then you can't use it for business. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's all on emails today. I know that was short and sweet. And that was my goal to make it really easy for you to listen and hopefully take action. And hopefully none of you are offended (laughs) by me calling you hotmail years old, because remember I am too. Anywho, come back on Monday because the amazing Stacey Bauer is here talking to me about Facebook ads and she makes it sound so good and so easy. She actually had me excited to go and give them a try again. So you you don't want to miss Monday's episode of the writer's way. Thanks for tuning in everybody.